my whole heart is in this like my whole heart and it hurts so you can't tell our industry to retrain because we've been training more than anyone else hello and welcome back to red lips and high kicks with me lydia holt thank you for tuning in for another episode i'm always so pleased when you guys plug me in put me on speaker however you're hearing this thank you Today, I'm talking to Abby Bryant. Abby is a dancer I actually met in an audition a few years ago. She was taking the audition, and God, she's a great mover. She's so dynamic, so energetic, an amazing dancer. But what I really love about Abby is her honesty. She's so real, so candid, and just honest and transparent, and I think we need that now more than ever. During the lockdown, she was so real about how what she was feeling, and what she was doing with her time, and how she kept herself busy. And it's just that community and that togetherness that we need now more than ever it was so great to talk to her about all those experiences and about what this kind of lockdown has taught her 80% of dancers in the UK are freelancers 80% that's such a big number and they're all feeling how Abby feels this at the moment out of work not really feeling supported by the government and and wanting something they're hungry dancers are so inherently hungry they want that challenge and we're just not being used right now so it was so good to kind of abby to talk about how everyone's feeling right now she really does reflect this moment in time and i hope you guys do enjoy it it's not all dull and dreary i promise abby is full of positivity and so such a hype man for the dance world i love it she so supports her friends and the energy she gave me just off my laptop has got me going so i really hope you do enjoy this episode Obviously, you know what I'm going to say. Give us a follow at redlips.highkicks on Instagram and click subscribe below. That would be great. And I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Stay excellent. Abby, I am so glad that you made time to talk to me today. I mean, for starters, I should be telling all the listeners how hard it was to pin her down because she is in demand. I love it. But we finally got some time together and I'm so excited that you could join me. How are you getting on? Yeah, good. Yes, yeah, so firstly, sorry. <laughs> but no, I'm great. Yeah, I'm... It's been crazy, a uh, crazy year, but mm. I'm finally sort of adapting to a new normal, just like mm. a lot of people are. So yeah, busy at the moment, but not with dancing. So don't worry, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, definitely a new normal, but definitely yeah. getting to a place that's a lot more easier to cope with than when it all started back yeah. in March. <laughs> I think that's the phrase, easier to cope with. It's finding that, like you said, new Absolutely. normal. Mm. Absolutely. So my first question is, what has this year taught you? Oh, that's a good question. Um, I think it's taught me that I didn't realise myself, and I imagine a lot of dancers and performers feel this way, I didn't realise how much my career was me. Which is so deep, straight out. So sorry, but that is, yeah. I didn't realize how dependent on my career I am as an actual human. So when that was sort of stripped away, um, that was actually really, really difficult. Uh, Yeah, probably that. Didn't realize how, like, I needed to find sort of what I wanted to do just as a normal person rather than being like, hi, I'm Abby, I'm a dancer. Mm. Like, I didn't realize how much I fell into that bracket. probably resilience I mean my friends as well I'm sure you're the same Lydia like I can't believe how amazing the people I'm surrounded like by are like how incredible everyone has been um and resilient yeah just so resilient just battling through and trying to inspire I mean even with your podcast you know what I mean like people are creating things left right and center and sort of rebelling and I love that that's Mm. been great what else has it taught me 
Oh, it's something positive, I suppose. It's taught me that I definitely want to spend more time with my family. Yeah. <laughs> like, I've been, and I'm, so many performers are probably the same, but I've spent so many years away. Yeah. And it's been amazing. Like, oh, I wouldn't change anything. And I've been so incredibly blessed to do what I've done. And But at the same time, like, being thrusted back into my family home at 26. Yeah. Like, I definitely feel like I'm 18 again. But at the same time, it's been really amazing. And to spend that time with them. I've, yeah that's been great mm. and moving forward from this situation even if I could go away again or if that does happen soon like I would definitely make more of a conscious effort to drag myself home a lot more and not get so thrusted into work <laughs> yeah no it's that yeah, is no. common on I think you're right I think we're always working or on jobs or traveling or whatever it is and home is home and it's so hard I think exactly. and I think this has been a bit of a blessing to just have like one-on-one time and cherish Absolutely, it yeah. mm. and I love what you said there about that kind of identity dependent because I think oh, yeah. I have heard that so much I have the same conversation with all my friends is it's like oh yeah they said hi I'm a dancer but it's like that can I call myself a dancer if I actually like don't belong to a stage right now like if I'm not actively putting my heels on and like slapping on the red lip it's such Mm. a like difficult line to be like am I though and I think you're right we are so dependent it's our hobby it's the way we keep fit it's good for our mental health and it's so hard when you take that away I didn't realize how much I talk about it as well like it's almost like for the last six years of sort of my life where I've just like I have been just working as a dancer the people I've been surrounded by have been dancers yeah so like we do just like talk about dance all the time and I didn't realize about it like it's crazy so now that I've been like thrusted into a new job like surrounded by amazing people but just like people that have zero interest in dance like it's been really strange because I'm like hi I'm Abby I'm a dance and I find myself just going and going and it must and that is something that I've really learned now because I'm like no there's so much more to me as a person than just dance which yeah you know, I've really had to find this year because I didn't quite realise that. <laughs> no, for <laughs> but, sure. Yeah. 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 I love how busy you are and you've had such a kind of mix of work. You've done cruise ships, you've done like resident mm. gigs, you've done like the West End, you've worked in Germany over here. It's so, so cool. Yeah. And again, it's such a reflection of what the like mm-hmm. dance industry is like doing it all. Has there been a job that you felt really changed you, made you grow up, really meant the most to you and made you the dancer you are today? Mm, that is such a good question yeah so two separate jobs definitely like people I've had people that say this like asked that before but I can never pinpoint one because my first job out of college was my cruise ship like my first Mm. and I was a barber like actual baby when I went I look back at photos and I'm like oh my goodness how was I even allowed to go on a cruise ship (laughs) because even though I was like 21 I was young 21 I was um and I grew up so much and that taught me so much seeing like the world and being surrounded by so many different people and different cultures definitely made me a much better person, more well-rounded. Yeah, I definitely think that changed who I am. Absolutely. But then in regards to my dance career, like bodyguard absolutely whipped me into something <laughs> new. Like it was just such a different level and for my dancing it was it just took me to a different place like just fitness wise and mental stability and eight shows a week and yeah that definitely was like the dance job that made me a better dancer I imagine 
Mm. I think. Yeah. And when you first started that, were you kind of aware of, of the journey that you got? Did you know it was going to be as tricky or when you joined? Were you no, no. I think, really... I, I think I went in quite confident actually, mm. because I was just so excited. Like yeah. no one could kill my buzz. Like there was, <laughs> I remember being first day rehearsals and just being just so excited. Yeah. Like I don't even think I was nervous because I was just so chuffed to be there. Like holding a vocal score and having my name on it, like was just... That sounds so cheesy, but I am that person who is literally like overwhelmed by all stuff like that. Like I love it, and I was a mess, yeah. And then when we started actually doing the dancing, I was like, "Oh, this is actually really, really hard." Yeah. Like it really was hard, as well. It wasn't like cruise ship stuff, so so hard as Mm -hmm. well. But it was more. I mean, what the big number in the show is "I'm Every Woman," and it's literally a four five minute number. Which is bizarre because on, on the cruise ships, you're sometimes dancing for 40 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But the sort of level of dance that you needed and the technique to actually execute everything and then to also be thrown around someone's head, like the partner work was such a different level. And it was just the hardest thing I've ever done. And even after being in that show for two years, I still came off stage after that number every single time feeling like I was going to throw up. Like it was so hard. <laughs> yeah. But amazing. No, amazing. Yeah. No, and I love that. And I love those sort of things that do push you. Mm. And actually that you still you couldn't believe you did it. And I love that. I love hearing that. Did yeah. um were there moments where you actually were scared that like I need to go home? It's just too much. Like how did you kind of cope yeah. with that environment? Yeah. So um in rehearsals, just because and the choreographer I think you've had Jane on your uh, channel actually. Oh yeah, yeah, of course, yeah. Yeah, so mm. Jane was my associate choreographer. Oh god, such a small world. I know. And in rehearsal, she is amazing. Like, I can't believe I I got to work with people like this. Like, Mm. it was really special. But, like, we just weren't at the level where we needed to be, all of us. And it it was very tough at times because I thought, I actually don't know if I can do this. I actually don't. And I'd never felt like that on a job before, even at college when we were getting pushed. And, you know, it is so hard. Like, it is. But that was probably the first time because we just couldn't execute the lifts. We, I was getting dropped a lot. <laughs> and like people were so lovely. Like my partner is still one of my closest friends now. Um, but yeah, it was just so hard. But I, there was moments during the rehearsal period where I was like, I might get let go of here. Mm. But I imagine everyone in the rehearsal space was probably feeling that way because it was just such a different level. Yeah. But yeah. then um, during the contract not so much there was definitely moments of loneliness like definitely Mm. because I was out in Germany and even though the whole cast were there which was awesome you two years is a long time just to spend with the same 12 people um so it did almost feel like I was on a cruise ship at times because we didn't have any other sort of I mean we tried our hardest with the German we really did (laughs) some better than others but like I wasn't so good on the German but um we it was really difficult to meet people so Mm. we did spend just our time with each other and obviously two years with 12 people is is super intense so there was moments where I I definitely missed home but not masters like I really did have good fun (laughs) no good good. and I think you know what you're saying when I was on the cruise ship actually those environments where you are just with like a few people like you just become family Mm. like you all morph around each other and you become this like oh my goodness yeah (laughs) Yeah. and when I see them now especially it's just they do feel like family Mm. like they really do and yeah it was such a special experience for sure 
and so lovely that like that they saw that transition and it was such a lovely memory personally but also yeah. like for your growth as a dancer I'm so excited to talk to you today because I am just such a fan of your honesty and your realness and I think we just need way more of it during the pandemic you were nothing but positive and real and I think it's so important that we kind of take that mask off no it is it's so so important and honestly I, I found so much solace in what you're saying what you're getting up to so if you don't mind can we just no. ask how are you getting on now like how is your head where are you at how do you feel yeah I love that question because I I was like saying to a friend the other day I've definitely used this time to sort of reflect as a person much more and be much more honest and I think in regards to using like social media as a platform uh, for advertising us as dancers which we absolutely have to when the pandemic sort of happened I knew that I wasn't about to be booked for a job I knew I wasn't I knew choreographers weren't checking up on my Instagram I knew they weren't because there was no work and then when everything started kicking off with the government and I mean I won't go into it but because I'll go for hours no no do we'll go we'll go back there (laughs) okay oh god but no when they started going I was like no this is absolutely not okay and I can't just pretend like I'm this happy to go lucky dancer that's having it really easy and going from job to job because I'm just not and that is not who I am. It's not what's happening right now. Like I've been thrusted to move back home and I actually have nothing and have to recreate from the beginning. So no, yeah, I'm glad I've been more honest. How am I right now? I'm good. I'm busy, which is better because yeah. I've definitely realized I'm not someone who can sit around. Mm. It's not good for me. It's just, I, I wish I was like, mm. that's something again, I've realized is that I actually find complete solitude in being crazy busy. Yeah. Um, Cause when I sit down and actually think about what's going on a lot, it, I get sad. I do mm. like, that is just how I am. So no, I am, I'm better now that I have a job and I'm keeping busy. But if I think about it too much, of course I'm gutted. Like I yeah. miss it. I miss it so much. I know. But you know, we've got to do what we've got to do for the moment. I mean, I will never tell anyone I'm retraining. I'm not, mm. I'm just, got a side hustle and that's yeah. it <laughs> no I think you're so right and you've just and you just totally are an example and reflect how the masses are feeling like the freelance industry makes up 80% of the dancers like that's 80% people who feel how you feel and it's just not really being talked about enough and there's not enough space to be like I'm having a really crap time and no one is helping me and exactly like need that community where everyone's like yeah I'm having a rubbish time too and and exactly what you've done is just yeah it's that realness and 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 we discussed exactly. it before it's such a fine line between using your instagram as a tool mm. as like your like portfolio as your whatever and being like on it oh my god she's slick she's cool it's all put together so well but then it's like yeah. i just don't see a person in that there's not someone who has a personality you're like a robot no. and i think it is really important that we do have a bit of both and that you're like hey i'm having a rubbish day today but also Absolutely. like here's me killing it in class so it is just getting yeah. balance absolutely and I think that's something that I'm definitely trying to work on because I don't know like you put these photos you know you get your portfolio photos done you're like super edgy and you put them up and you're like whoa look Mm. my Instagram looks so cool in black and white and then you go to a job anyway and like I'm a bit of a joker a bit of a loser and they meet me and they're like who's this do you know what I mean and it just it doesn't make sense anymore like Mm. it to me it doesn't anyway like I get it that a lot of people will still do that but for me, it doesn't make sense. Like we're still humans. We've still yeah. got a sense of humor. We're still, so I do like to be completely on some Instagram nowadays because I think 
I like to tell a joke now and then I like mm. to make light of a situation because that's just who I am and that's mm. how I'm coping so yeah and and regards to coping like what are your strategies like how not only like now that you are busy but more importantly like when stuff was bad what did keep you going when there was sort of an abyss of nothing yeah um my friends were amazing like and my family like amazing support but it did kind of and I imagine a lot of people will relate to this it did get to a stage where probably after about a month of being like me talking to everyone everyone just being like oh that's so shit for you and then that was kind of how the conversation ended yeah and I was like yeah it is because you know you talk about there's there's no help I'm not getting this I can't work here I can't even get a job at the here I can't even get an interview here um, and people being like, yeah, that's just, I can't believe it. It's just so tough. And then the conversation would just die. And then I'd be like, well, I've still got this lump in my throat and this pit in my stomach. I can't sleep. I can barely eat. Like, how do we push forward from this? And I think for me, like, I definitely, I just started making plans and just filling out my day with just, and that's because I'm used to dance college. I'm used to dance jobs. I'm used to being you know structured and I needed that I can't I did try and have a few Netflix days and you know try and do nothing but it just was not good for me it didn't work for me at all um I wish I could actually sometimes because I'm tired a lot of the time but at the same time I just couldn't do it so I started writing ridiculous plans like I'd wake up I'd work out once and then I'd go and choreograph for two hours just for fun and but I was I made it so regimented that there was it just made me feel better. And actually, then I started putting on some online classes, which was great. Um, and then I'd be like, right, I'm going to see this person for a walk here. And I just, it was just very structured. And that was how I coped for sure. Yeah. And then when things slowly did start coming back a little bit, you know, it helped, but the online classes really helped me. Definitely. Really? Because I think yeah. it's interesting. I feel like there was two people and some people were like, I can't look at it. If I'm not in a studio, I don't want to do it. I can't go near it. It yeah. doesn't feel real. And then other people like you were like, oh my God, it's like my bread and butter. I live for it. It's giving me life. And it's, it's interesting. Yeah. It's weird as well because I'm, t- I'm, t- I'm 26. Um, but I never like, I don't feel like I can be a teacher yet. I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't feel like I've done enough. I don't feel like I've got that much to teach. But when I did start putting on classes, like people were coming. And that was like such a nice feeling for me because it just made me feel like people are still there. People are still out there going for it. Like I'm okay. Yeah. If these people can get up at nine o'clock and come and do a jazz class with me on Zoom in my kitchen, like how can I possibly be sad today? And that really did help me. It really did. That's so interesting. It's just so interesting as well that you describe yourself like I can't be a teacher. And like all we've talked about is like the things you've done and like how good all this stuff is. And it's just so (laughs) interesting that you still can't like believe that you have anything to teach it's just so sad because for sure like you're you're killing it and uh yeah I think that's what makes us who we are though as performers that we're never happy we're literally never happy ever and I actually took up running over lockdown I've never ran before in my life like ever I don't even like it but I needed something to like drive because I'm so used to wanting the next dance job or Mm -hmm. you know training and we have been training since we're three years old not having that and not being able to fight for something, I needed something. So I was like, let's start running. And I started like, and I became really obsessed with it. And because I needed something to channel my energy in. Yeah, I did the exact same. 
I also did yeah. like I've to be fair, I've done a lot of running before but I did the exact same and actually it's funny because I never thought I could really I do I was like, such a long distance here. Couldn't stop. Yeah. it was ridiculous I know exactly and I found myself I like, why I'm waking up every morning and I'm like yeah I'm gonna do it I'm gonna kill it today I'm gonna do like 20k it was like Lydia like right? this is not the theme of normally what you like aspire to do in a day but it was just a hunger literally and now I've got like a job and things are slightly like better in regards to that thing can I get out on a run barely <laughs> I know <laughs> I'm the same really. I was like should I buy those new tra- should I wear those new trainers that I bought because I was like oh Lydia you're a half marathon runner now like they're still in the bloody box like <laughs> literally me like I can't cope yeah, I like, who's she <laughs> literally no idea I know, feet exactly. were falling apart I was looking at my feet thinking if I ever do go back to dance and I'm screwed but yeah. <laughs> sure <laughs> oh, no it's so true and I think that everyone like everyone had this hustle and I was also your cake business like you oh my god your cakes were amazing I was literally looking at them like this no, is a bloody random. joke like you're just the face of it they were amazing and it's just that like, such so that random. reaction of dancers being like like you said resilience like, no I'm not done yet like okay you, you're stopping me then watch me do this watch me do that like it's just that yeah back that was just I do you know what that unfortunately that was definitely triggered by anger like it really was I was so angry at everything that was going on and being like I was getting no's from Audi and Tesco's which I get it like I have a degree in dance but I was like I am told you I want to work you can't give me any help from the government at all like I because of like my years in Germany I mean I won't go into a crazy amount but because of my years in Germany and my cruise ship time basically in regards to the government scheme I couldn't get the self-employment grant um universal credit I could only get a certain amount which was tiny because I had savings but I'm 26 I've been working like five years now so of course I have like a tiny bit of savings but not a grand amount Mm. and it was just I was just getting told no from every single option I was falling through every single bloody loophole there was I actually can't like I I don't want to spend all my savings I'm trying to you know I'm trying to buy a house I've got ambition I've got like I've got my plans and I've got my goals and it was really frustrating and yeah the cake thing just started because I was making cakes I was spending a lot of time on YouTube because it was just I was something I enjoyed and then people just kept on like a lot of family friends were like oh just sell them sell them and they kept on saying it and I didn't actually start doing it until lockdown was actually over which is so stupid because I could have made a fortune during lockdown. <laughs> <laughs> but I started a bit late but it's done remarkably well and it's so much fun I find it super relaxing and yeah it's been great actually I have eased up on it a bit now because I have a full-time job now for the minute so but no it's been great no and it's so interesting like you said those no's from from you know normally you get like no's in an audition you get like asked to leave your number's not called but like now we're getting no's from Aldi like how has this happened like it's so funny the way that life can just change so quickly yeah and like with your hopes for the future I know obviously it's so tentative and we don't even know whether we're like out of this or not Mm. but moving forward do you think you will dance differently now do you think your career like your outlook the way you balance your time is going to be different after this lockdown pandemic sorry (laughs) yeah um I would really hope so (laughs) I'm I'm trying to say the right thing but I know what I'm like I would really hope so I would hope I would take a bit more time for myself um and not go as crazy as I have I didn't realize quite how committed I've been the last five years to my career like I really have put it before anything absolutely anything yeah like if I needed to if when I was in Germany for example if my agent rang me and was like you need to be in London tomorrow morning I was in London the next morning like it was just that was what I did and I would like to think I'd maybe try and put myself a bit you know 
just for first a little bit more with that said like the buzz is still there it's still in my heart like I can't help myself and if you told me tomorrow like I need you to do this and you need to go I would I know I would so yeah I'm still in it I haven't yeah. I'm not retraining just yet <laughs> yeah and I, I think got a bit more fight left yeah that's the crucial thing is it's just not saying no and I think I mean that the uh cyber post with Fatima I mean that was just so heartbreaking because I think if you think it's easy then you're wrong like just to get to every day we have to choose this every day we have to fight for it and work for it so like it's already as hard just to survive if you tell people and you tell young people to retrain like they're already giving everything just to stay afloat like don't encourage them when actually the whole world is telling them to quit and they're getting nose left, right and center. Like you have no idea what it takes. And like you said, that commitment, you don't even realize we're doing it. We just always say, yes, we always say like, I'm going to do it. No, that's no problem. I'll be there. I'll be here. And it's just like the misinformation and just the disregard. Oh my God. Well, honestly, when I saw that, it was, what I, I think I saw it. Someone sent it to me. Like one of my friends actually, who at the moment is stacking shelves at Aldi, she was one of the lucky ones who actually got an interview <laughs> Audi. <laughs> she messaged me at 4.30 in the morning and sent me that because that's what time she was getting up to go do her shift. She's a professional dancer. She's absolutely amazing. She sends me that. I am up at seven o'clock to go to my pub job, which, you know, we're, we're, we're making do. It's very much we're doing what we need to do to get by. Yeah. She sends me that. My God, I could have blown the roof off of my house. Like I never felt such anger. And that's coming from, I mean, we were two people that have been in the industry and we're, we've worked. Like I can't help but feel like so sorry for the people that are training now yeah. to see stuff like that. Like I've got a few like really nice like girls from back home who were training and just gone away to dance college. And one of them messaged me like panicked being like, I've just got a student loan. I really want to do this. It's all I've trained for since I was three. Like, what am I doing? Is it makes it like, should I train to be a dancer? Is there going to be a career for me? And I was literally sat there thinking, I don't even know at this rate. Like I don't like, I wish I could tell you the simplest answer, but I really don't know. So yeah, no, that was absolutely horrific. I think the government have, I mean, I know in the grand scheme of things, there's so much going on and I know that. And I would hate for people to think that all we do is sit here and think about the dance industry because I know that there is so much going on. But at the same time, there has to be some sort of acknowledgement. And I feel like there hasn't been. Yeah. So yeah, that's where I'm at with that. No, (laughs) and I think it's also just like the you know England the UK is known for the West End like we are so proud of our like arts culture oh, and like you said you know yeah. so many of money is pumped into schools ballet schools dance schools to give like you know yeah. not only student loans but like funding and scholarships stuff like that like they yeah. promote it and then by like you know slicing it in half at this level it's just like oh my god like you have no idea the impact this has on the British culture and like all yeah. these dancers will just like flock and go work elsewhere or they'll quit and it's like you're not enriching oh. this culture that we're so proud of it's it breaks my heart and like I'm out here in Germany and one of my Aussie friends sent it to me and I just like I felt so ashamed and I felt so sad like I am a product of the British art system and this is what they're telling this is what the message exactly. is it's just it's like I don't want that like I'm so proud to be from like where I'm from and, and have the, oh, love the teaching and it just it makes me yeah. so sad that that's the message that we're giving out right now absolutely and I just feel like you can't tell our industry to retrain because we've been training more than anyone else oh my god like yeah. people are like oh I, actually someone uh, um someone 
when I see like because obviously lots of other people saw this post and people that aren't in our industry oh my God. Couldn't get, couldn't and they get went, rid of oh it. well you know it's not like you're a doctor and someone like threw that at me and I was like no you're right I'm not a doctor and that is so remarkable it really is remarkable but I have been training since I was three years old and something that I adore yeah so it of course you can't compare it to being a bloody doctor but at the same mm. time my whole heart is in this like yeah. my whole heart and it hurts so it has to be acknowledged. It really yeah. does. And it has to be dealt with. And I think this is why what you're doing is amazing. And people talking openly and honestly is so important. I do. Because yeah. it has been so difficult. And I don't think our industry will ever go through something like this again. I really yeah. don't think it will. And it just it affects everyone from like principals, whatever, like they're soloists. Oh, they're like, you know, the yeah. top. They're not getting booked. And so are the people, like you said, at school, like the newly graduates that like left yeah. school in July. Like, oh my God. It, like if we think like we're worse. I mean, to be fair, I, I don't want to seem fraudulent. Like I'm really, really fortunate by a hair. I have a job and I managed to like, I was on like furlough as it were in Germany, but it's called courts. Amazing, right? yeah. So I was mm-hmm. literally by thin hair was on the safe side, but it still makes me feel like it was, it's so that could have been me. And like, I can't pretend. But do you know what? Even your safe side wasn't good. Do you know yeah. what I mean? And this is the problem. And we're very much, and I'm the same. Like, I'm like, Oh, you know, I did the cakes and now I've got a job at the pub. And I really am like, try and be the queen of positivity. And I am, but actually when we sit down and we look at it, it hasn't been positive like it hasn't been good and it hasn't been easy and we should really just take a lot of credit in ourselves and go fair play you got through it like and we are getting through it and we will bounce back yeah I have full confidence in the fact we will no and I think you're right and I think that's such the message that we should keep reminding ourselves like you said it's the resilience like how many times have we said being told that we're not right we're too big we're too small like we don't want you whatever like we exercise resilience on a daily basis like you've been chucked out of an audition you go to a class of pineapple like it's fed into us so I really have like a lot of hope like you said that we will get through this because I think it's sewn into us whether we like it or not we are resilient beings absolutely oh okay on a lighter note let's keep it going positive yeah. I don't want people to be like oh my god turn it off <laughs> no she's deep <laughs> <laughs> so back when life was good and stuff like that your like daily routine yeah. like we said freelance is so so difficult what keeps you going yeah. what keeps you kind of in order what are the things that you need to be your most effective productive best self um okay okay so class Mm. I need class I know some people don't but that's something that keeps me going keeps motivated I love being in a studio with people who are better than me I love it I do I can't help it I literally I go to base and I'm literally surrounded I go to like a hills class or something Lisa Spencer's hill class like all day every day shout out (laughs) oh yeah literally you're great um (laughs) and I'm just surrounded by the most amazing people that keeps me going because I see people who are so much better than me and I love that because I'm like, we, we, we move, we keep going, let's go. Mm. And I, I love that. That keeps me going. Um, my friends, I know I keep on banging on about my bloody friends, but I'm a friend of mostly dancers. Like, and they keep me motivated for sure. Yeah, they do. Absolutely. Like I'm surrounded by the most amazing group of people that update me on things. Cause you know, it's like, you have to be very much in the loop. Like mm. such and such auditions just gone out and you're like, well, I didn't get an audition for that. So you yeah. ring your agent. Hi, <laughs> didn't get an agent. Didn't get an audition for this. What's going on? And then they push and then you get one. So yeah, my friends definitely help me keep motivated, keep me in circles. Yeah, no, I just think for me, it's always being inspired as well. Like I'm forever on YouTube, on Instagram. I love Instagram. I think Instagram's great. I watch every single dance video in the world it's all I do so that keeps me motivated keep on training and yeah. the people who I surround myself with 
And I absolutely love that. And I'm the same. Like I love the company I'm in right now. I just see so many like dances and bodies and whatever and just like their movement love and it. their shapes. I'm just like, yes, like it exactly gets me oh, so excited. Obsessed. And it, yeah, yeah obsessed. It. It's just that healthy, like warm environment of being like, you know what, yeah. your fire, let's all like burn. Let's absolutely kill it. Oh my God, I love it. I'm mean, actually doing some teaching at the moment. Yeah. And they're a little bit younger, but I honestly like just being back in the studio and just being surrounded by people is just amazing. And there's just no feeling like it when you see the most beautiful things happen, especially when it's like organic like movement and people just do things and you're like, what? Like, that's awesome. Like, yeah, yeah. I love it. And love I think that's such it. like the beauty of dance is it's only in that moment as well. Like you have to be there. You have to watch Absolutely. it. It's so many things coming together yeah. in that moment that like, you're excited as the dancer and as the observer you're like oh wow that yeah. was awesome and then they're on to the next thing I think for sure that's one of that's what I love about dance so much is it yeah. is just like spontaneous yeah. what you were saying so much about Instagram and like videos and all that I was gonna say yeah. I mean I I also like that but I am a sucker for comparison and actually I watch some and then like almost I get like a big green like red light and I'm like I'm comparing myself this isn't fun put the phone down how do you fight the comparison oh that is really good um do you know what I probably do the same as you I take I do have social media breaks mm -hmm. I do um and I have done a lot actually since March I have with the dancing side of things because I follow a lot of Australians for example and they seem to be doing all right during all of this and they're in, like when they've been like working and stuff I just I had to unfollow I had to and I hate having to be that person because I really don't agree with that normally but I had to because I was jealous yeah. <laughs> so I think if something isn't fulfilling you um and you don't need it just get rid of it I think that's a way of doing it secondly like I'd try just to think about like my positives I suppose without like bigging like myself up it's not about that but if I'm like comparing myself to like a crazy hip hop dancer who's amazing. I'm like, yeah, that is amazing. And I want to do that and I will keep on training that. But like, I've got this, this about me that I like, do you know what I mean? So yeah. I will always try and do that. But I don't think there's anything wrong if something is hurting and you're not in the place emotionally where you want to be looking at that sort of thing and you, you are comparing yourself and it's making it a really negative experience for you. Just get rid of it. Yeah, yeah just, just do what you need to do. Like if that's coming off Instagram for a few days, do that fine by me like absolutely yeah no it's interesting and I think yeah someone I like that's where I my line that like red light comes quite quickly for me I don't know yeah. I, I think I'm better in, in a class but I think on my phone I'm worse I just feel like oh my god I can't like look at that look at this no it's too much phone down <laughs> yeah but good for you like if you know that just putting your phone down helps and that's what mm. you need to do you know and that's great I think I'm worse probably in a class situation I'm worse if I'm next to him yeah I think I find it more just motivating on a phone. Okay. I'm like, I want to be like them. Whereas if they're next to me, I'm like, why aren't I like you? <laughs> Do you know <laughs> you're what I mean? Real. I can see you. I'm like, you're real. What's going on here? Stop. <laughs> oh. And what would you say is your like biggest inspiration? I know like everyone's kind of got their own causes to why they started and things, but what was it that kind of got you hooked at the beginning and has kind of pushed you the whole way through? My mum. Really? Yeah, my mum, all day, every day. She's just, um, yeah, my mum. She's, uh, she was a dancer, a little bit different to how we do it now, like, but she was a dancer, she was a dance teacher, and she just um, has just been the biggest support yeah. 
to me and she's the most like not even in regards to, she doesn't dance anymore but as just a woman in general like she's always worked so hard and I think that's where people are like god you, you're a grafter abs like you don't stop and I'm like it's all I've ever known it's all I've ever known because the woman who absolutely brought me up is exactly like that and I've literally yeah. just copied her yeah. yeah so my mum absolutely and through the dancing like she just gets it she's always I've been so incredibly lucky like if she knows I'm in an audition at nine she doesn't ring she does like and she won't until I ring her and I'm ready to talk mm. you know like she just yeah. gets it so yeah I'm incredibly blessed for my support system like absolutely yeah. adore and was that adore the her. was she your introduction into dance yeah definitely yeah I've been dancing since I was three and I was Mm -hmm. an absolute definition of a studio rat didn't leave it (laughs) um literally well that was second home uh yeah no definitely she taught me until like I was probably 16 ish and then I started going elsewhere and yeah even at college and stuff I remember she used to come watch my shows and all my friends would be like, what did your mum think? Like, she, they, people cared because she just gets it. Mm-hmm. And I remember she watched one show and she was like, <laughs> and people think this is so savage, but this is literally why I'm, I loved it when I was growing up. She was like, oh, yeah, Abby, your right leg was good. <laughs> Which basically meant your left leg weren't. <laughs> <laughs> and your left leg needs to be stretched. But no, yeah, she's been amazing. So yeah, I'd say definitely my biggest inspiration. But I mean, obviously there's other like online dancers that I'm obsessed with, but mm. like I, I want to dance like, like there's loads. Yeah. I mean, I, there's this one girl in Australia. She's a raquette, Sophie Holloway. Oh yeah, I know. <laughs> yeah. Obsessed. Shout Absolutely out if you're obsessed. listening, please come yeah, on my show. <laughs> you're probably not, but like I'm going to tag you in this now because I'm a super fan. No, I love her. Like I, I and she, like I will watch things like that and I'm like, oh. And just loads of people, mm. loads of teachers, people, but people who can play with musicality, things like that really get me going. Mm. <laughs> Love that. Love there it. are loads of ins- my friends, lots of my friends during this thing, like how they've responded has been crazy inspiring yeah crazy and I love how you talk about your friends and I'm the same and I think a lot of it is the Mm. dance world it just bonds you in a way that I just don't think you get in other environments like you said it's that shared goal that sort of like passion of all driving the same way and when you like it is in the right direction you can really like fan each other's flame and you're really all like there cultivating this amazing vibe and I I also Mm. feel so lucky like my best friends I made during like dance just think yeah they just bond you in a way of like I know like you know what it's like and you really feel each other it's an identity way. thing that's it's like right back to the, one of the first questions like it's just who we are and like it's just a, yeah what we want what we like what we're aiming for it's just who we are <laughs> so it's yeah. when you meet other dancers that are working towards the same goal you're just gonna gel and we yeah. do and they've been amazing so yeah mm. they're so inspiring I mean one of my friends um Hattie she's created a sort of stationary business during all of this and it's completely flourished like yeah. it's gone like it's gone crazy on Etsy and um I just look at that and I'm like you're epic like that mm. is actually epic and if the people actually wrote an article about that in the metro or something people be like wow she's amazing and that's one of my friends like mm. that's so cool yeah like, that is actually so cool one of my other friends is now a teaching assistant mm. and is working with an autistic child and you're like sure that's really cool too and yeah. like all these just people who have had it dealt to them so hard, but who twisted it round and has been like, no, no, I'm taking control of this and I'm not retraining. Like, let's get that one, like, let's all get that clear, but we're doing what we need to do. 
and I'm obsessed with that. I'm literally obsessed with it. I can hype all my friends up forever. <laughs> oh, it's good. But that's the energy that like this community needs more and more of. Like it's so yeah. hard. It's, it's a lonely. We're all like our own age and our own like front man. We're all like out for it for ourselves. Like, and it's, it can be, you know, it's selfish and we can kind of get that fine line between like, Oh, we are really yeah. com- competitive. But, um, yeah. I think it's really good when exactly how, if you talk how you talk and just being like, no, there's all the space for all of us. Let's all get it. Oh my goodness. Absolutely. Also, if you're not right for a job, you're not right for a job. Do you know mm. what I mean? Just because the person next to you is, it's not got nothing to do with yeah. them. It's just yeah. your own battle. And I remember one of the best things of advice I got was like the person like behind the panel wants to give you the job. Like they're literally here to find what they want in their head. So it's actually Absolutely. not like your job to be what they want in their head. It's their job to find the person they have in their head. So like you're walking into a room and it's like, you know what? They need you more than you need them. Like they're trying to oh find the person. Like, Just be yourself. Do you know what? I actually realized that when I took that audition that you did, like mm-hmm. I didn't realize because I've done a hundred auditions as a dancer and actually teaching people and sitting behind the, like the, the desk like everyone just wants you to do well. Yeah. Like even if like, for example, you're falling out your turns, like there was moments that people were falling out of turns and stuff. And I was like, come on, you're good. You're good. And I was physically egging them on in my mind being like, get on your leg. Like you've got this. If you click, if you end that d- like double, triple, like you're good. And you are really egging them on. And that is something that I will definitely take with me, like moving forward because yeah. it's amazing. Like, People do want you to do well. And I think with this whole situation, our industry has shown that that is like, we will bounce back because people are just have been so good. They really have. Yeah. And as you've like grown up in the dance world, that's something I'm like really, really obsessed with at the moment. Mm. I'm like seeing myself change. I'm seeing myself evolve and like qualities in myself. Like I think I've picked up along the way. How have you seen yourself change and evolve throughout your career as a dancer? I think, do you know what? I would like to say that I've really evolved, (laughs) but (laughs) I haven't. I don't think I have, like the masses. I definitely think the style, how I dance has definitely changed. I was always very high energy, Mm. (laughs) always very energetic, very happy to be there, always, maybe a bit keen, Um, (laughs) but definitely in the early days. Yeah, that's probably how I've evolved the most is in the early days, I was so keen to impress, but maybe too much. Yes. like just a bit too eager and and I hate saying that especially when I go to teach like colleges now because I'm like it definitely is why probably I got my first few jobs because I was so desperate mm. but now I've definitely relaxed a bit more and I'm more accepting and I've definitely grown up I'm not as sensitive I'm definitely not as sensitive as I used to be like I remember going to auditions in the early days and getting cut at the final round and literally being inconsolable for days and days whereas if I get cut in finals now I'm like all right, I'll go yeah. to prep. I have a hot chocolate and I move, you know, it's just, you get, you become so used to it and it's, it's crazy. So yeah, I've definitely not as sensitive as I used to. Mm. My stancing's definitely changed. It's definitely become more like individual to myself, which I'm really happy about actually, because I, you know, you do, you want to dance for yourself and I feel like I definitely do rather than dancing for other people. And that's something that is, I've definitely got better at since March because I haven't had anyone to dance for do you know what I mean yeah. or audition for so I really have just been choreographing for myself which has been really good for me so yeah I'd say that mainly 
but I think from day one I've wanted it and I've been hungry and I think that's probably one of the most important traits as a dancer and I think it's been there for a while yeah no (laughs) you're right and it is funny I I also agree I think a few years ago I was just like the desperation like you could smell it off me like I think I was so eager oh I would cringe if I could Mm. see myself in an audition like yeah and it's hard (laughs) because you want to be eager like you want to be like yeah I'm super excited to be here thank you for having me here when you when you hire me I'm going to be the hardest working girl in the room but it is also like that desperation does seem a little bit unstable and you sort of know that like you said you're overly sensitive you take things to heart when actually you need to be able to remind yourself of like what you said of dance for yourself like you can be super keen and energetic but like but remember it's for you don't like prioritize the director or whoever it is like it's for you and I think the main part for me is is that I was keen I showed that in my dancing Mm. the desperation yeah I think actually from taking auditions now when someone is smiling around the side of a room and they are literally buzzing to be there I'm like god she looks like fun and I'm watching her even if she's not moving I'm like she looks like a nice girl and then when she comes into groups I think right let's give her a chance because she seems amazing and you're already on side with people like that and people do light up a room just from the side they do and I think that eagerness is amazing mm. and I think that is such a good way of getting yourself seen I think it's the eagerness that I definitely struggled to contain was the eagerness when they were like, out of five, six, seven, eight, and you're like boiling and like bubbling up to your head with energy and you're falling out of your turns and you're looking like dripping in sweat after two eights. That's the eagerness I wish I'd got rid of a little bit sooner. Yeah. I don't think you can get rid of the hunger. I think that's why we do it. And that's and you should let that seep out of you because it's a joy to see in a room. Yeah. And I think it also just goes, you know, you said it earlier, I think we've, we have got this resilience and this like, yeah, the hunger, but I think it's, maybe it's because we've got, we sort of know that there is a bit of a time limit with how long oh we can goodness, like do yeah. it for. And I think it does, it's this sort of like, oh my God, I've got to grab it by the balls now because any minute now, like my moment's going to go and people are coming out of school, you're getting older, you could literally trip and fall and have an injury. You don't know, but it is so in Absolutely. that moment of just feeling like I can dance, so I will. Yeah. Love that. Mm. Yes. <laughs> yes. Okay. My last question then. What would you uh-huh. tell your younger self? You've kind of got her. She's probably bouncing off the walls. But if you could hold her, what would you tell her? Oh, it's going to be all right. Mm. I would. That is so deep. But I would just say it's going to be all right. Abs. You're going to be fine. It's all going to work out. Just keep going. Just go. I would. Yeah. Because. Yeah, I wouldn't tell her anything else. I would just say to her, you know exactly what you want and it will happen. And if it doesn't, you're going to be fine anyway. And I think that's really important. Like, I, Maybe when I did first graduate, I was so petrified of not making it. I mean, how yeah, tragic Making that it sound? in the commas. And I haven't made it to the level that I want. Do you know what I mean? But I'm okay with that now. And that's something that's taken years for me to process. Like, even if the industry, I'm touching wood, everyone, do not panic. I actually have my hand on some wood right now. Um, but God forbid, like, the industry doesn't bounce back quite as quickly as we want. And I don't get the jobs that I want. Like, I know I'll be okay now. Whereas before, I think I did put an abnormal amount of pressure on myself, just as many dancers have. And there are probably people listening being like, yes, that is me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I would, yeah, I would just literally grab her, be like, it's okay. Also, stop putting blonde hair dye on your hair from a box. Stop doing that because it's going to go yellow. I would also <laughs> tell her that. And stop plucking your eyebrows. I would give her those two pieces of advice <laughs> as well. Stop over plucking your eyebrows, dyeing your hair blonde, and you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, that's good. And I think, yeah, a lot of people need to hear that now more than ever, that it is going to be fine. We will, we will work through this. Thank you Absolutely. so much for chatting. No, to me today, thank Abby. you. What you're doing is amazing, honestly.